0: Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. You're to get bored by baseball. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you, you,
1: you. still have pro men run around tight pants.
0: It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. It's Saul This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob
1: Radford. Chris Martin. Chris Martin, Red Sox relief pitcher, has been really, really good. Um, and if they were out of it, he would probably absolutely be a candidate maybe to be dealt. But he, but there, there is a very, very little chance that that's going to happen. The dynamic with him and Kenley Jansen has been one of the things that have been un, an undeniable success story for Bloom and for the Red Sox. So Chris Martin has been dealt twice at the trade deadline, back in 2019 to the Braves, and then last year, last year, he went... From the Cubs. So it's, it's one of these things where I don't know what it's like to be traded. I don't know what it's like to be a player who's going through the deadline. But Chris Martin does. And Chris Martin also understands what it's like to be in a clubhouse where you get a trade. Or you don't get a trade. But most importantly, where you get a trade and what that can mean. It's a very, very important perspective one that we want to give to you all right here's chris martin all right there's a lot that goes into being part of a trade deadline yep. there's the rumors there's the actual trades there's the moving the family there's these hellos there's the goodbyes um take me through when you
0: when it happened to you well i can tell you the rumors i mean i, I don't know how much you can believe in them um, a lot of the stuff in my experience uh, a lot of the rumors were not true um and this is the the year that you were actually traded, or I a mean, couple, you've couple been times. a few different times, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie, the first, uh, in 2019 when I got traded, I'm not going to lie, I thought about it a lot, you know, kind of like, will I get traded, like, if, like, where, you know, obviously you had family and stuff you had to think about, and, uh, you know, it was pretty exciting, you go from a team that isn't going to make the playoffs to a team that is in the hunt, and that's cool to get to experience, um, yeah it's is it hard though like, so let's start with the, the second, rumors the second time yeah the rumors you just you know obviously I've learned with it, with my experience just to kind of stay away from yeah everything. but that's with your experience how about when you first yeah you you looked at them you're like man I can go here there like, <laughs> and it was all over the place and then a team that is never talked about is the one who actually gets you so Yeah. it's uh, so if I had any advice for any guys that are in the in the trade market is just compete and play baseball alright um yeah so so then so okay now the the deal actually happens when do you
1: find out how do you find out just yeah. talk to someone who found out why he's going to a movie like looking at a twitter you know everyone has a different story how, how, how did it happen to you
0: yeah i'll go with these i was with these guys the cubs last year it's the most recent trade i've been in um, i was i woke up and had a bunch of missed calls and and voicemails obviously because those guys are getting up a lot earlier than me and i called them back and kind of had a good idea of what was about to happen. I think it was a day before the deadline. And uh, just say, hey, we appreciate everything you did for us, uh, but you're going to your next destination, so figure it out. Do you expect it? Were you expecting it? Or they- I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of expected it last year. Obviously, you know, obviously there was little doubt, and I didn't have, like, the greatest numbers. DRA um, and all that stuff wasn't great, but obviously there's some numbers that were good. so And I knew I had experience in the playoffs and World Series and stuff like that, so I had a pretty good chance of going to a contender. First time was 2019, right? Yeah. So was that different That was a lot different. All right. You know, that was the first time going to a contender, being in a playoff race. Man, it was stressful. (laughs) Um, You honestly go, to be honest, you go and try to do too much. Um, You know, the first week there, I got, I didn't do so well. You know, a lot was on my mind. I just travel brought my whole family you know to the to the area and they expect you to come out and be their ringer like they just went and got you and they needed help in that area and you need to go out and you stink it up uh, it's not a good feeling but luckily uh i can ron washington was a big help for me over in atlanta he pulled me aside and said hey man you don't have to do any more uh just go out there and be yourself uh have fun and i was like man it, the guy's been around this game for a long time, and, and it, was cool that he was you know he didn't have to pull me aside yeah and it was you know i kind of took off from there
1: but thank you for saying that because again this is the type of perspective that i think that people should know we're here to educate and inform and and also like because there's a lot of guys who haven't gone through it and you go to did you know many guys on that team when you went there over in Atlanta,
0: yeah. Oh wow, man, I don't think I knew anybody. Yeah, so a
1: perfect yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. So I talked to Valdi about this the other day. When he came to the Red Sox in 2018, he didn't know anybody, right? And fortunately for him, he was nails like right out the gate. Yeah. But you want to go in there and say, "Hey, everybody, look at—I don't know any of you, but I am going to be your
0: savior." You want to prove yourself yeah, to a yeah. new team, to a new organization. Like you want to show them that you—you know—you just made a—you made the right choice in choosing me and. You know, obviously for me in 19, it didn't go that way out of the gate. and But what's that like? learned a lot from it. You know, you, you? you get Yeah, it's part of the experiencing, you know, failure and things like that, that you get out of. And you're like, man, I'm such an idiot. Like, why did I think that way? You know, and then you take that knowledge and you move on and you use it down, down the road. What's it like to try too hard
1: as a pitcher? Like, like is it, I, it seems like, okay, I get it mentally, like you're trying yeah. too hard, but like, okay. How does that,
0: like, manifest itself in actually, like, not doing well? I think when you go out and say there's a little more pressure on you and, you know, say you give up a leadoff hit and now you start to feel it a little bit. Uh Oh, man, I really, I got to do more here to get this guy out or to get get the ground ball instead of just being relaxed and just focusing on that one pitch and convicting your one pitch at a time. And sometimes when you do a little too much, your mind is thinking about things that shouldn't be and, uh, Instead of focusing on one of the things that um, Fulmer said was that like, the first person he talks to is the
1: catcher right yep. I mean so that's the first person you got to get to because you had been with that's the another part of this whether it's you we were there half a year you still started spring training with this team yep. and you've developed a relationship that you have to there's a steep learning curve right
0: yeah as you can see there was a little bit of the growing pains for me in the start of the year yeah you know obviously I had a little shoulder issue but I think the bigger thing was just trying to get to know everyone's trying to get to know me I was trying to get to know the catcher Walker and, Reese and uh, Alfaro obviously you don't get to work with him as much in spring um, and then you know once that experience grows and that trust grows like not just from the catcher standpoint like Wong's got to and Reese have got to trust like you know I've got the stuff to to call the right pitches and um, things like that that you start to gel and I think that's when pitchers start to take off is when they get comfortable with you know, the, the guy behind the plate. So
1: I always use this example, and this this is a while ago, a long time ago, because it involved Tory Hunter. And Tory Hunter went from the Twins to the Angels. He said, I didn't feel like I was an Angel until I hit this game-winning Grand Slam. Sometimes there's just that moment. Yeah.
0: But right? For you, was there a moment this I year? I mean, that's
1: Tory Hunter. That's one of,
0: the, right. one of the best players. I mean, I you think he was a Right. It, it just shows you right there. Like, no matter who you are, you're still a human being, and you have, you know, there's certain things mentally that you have to get past or learn to to manage yeah. Uh, yeah like you said he didn't probably didn't feel like he was worthy until he did something to help the team win did, did you have that mo- I mean it's a little bit different with the relief pitchers, I guess but did you uh, have that moment shoot in 2019 I'm pretty sure I gave up seven runs in my first two or three games I gave up a walk off homer uh-huh. on the road I remember going to that clubhouse feeling like I mean that I just let this whole team down and they don't even know me um, but like I said like you know, being able to come out of that and still having success, um, you grow from that. Um, and uh, just kind of move forward and just always remember them days. Like, those are the humbling things that you got to remember. See, this is good. The trade trade I can teach you a lot about yourself. Yeah. About, you know, you as a person mentally and things like that. that yeah. The strong survive.
1: That's good, man, because I hope somebody listens to this and we're yeah.
0: here trade deadlines can be stressful if it you know it's your first time obviously leading up to it you it's on your mind like man I, where am I gonna go like am I gonna go are we tr- you know things like that now for me it's not even on my mind no. I'm trying to win I'm trying to win with the team that I'm on and no matter where what the situation is and then if it happens it happens you figure it all out the na- I mean one day at a time, time yeah yeah. Um, it's an interesting time of the year obviously it's it's like GM Super Bowl and oh yeah like well, listen, it's like they're working really hard behind the scenes and you just hope your players are out here just I think for the most part yeah and, it's, it's. and
1: sometimes and I've
0: talked to Kenley about this too sometimes it's like let's put pressure on him, you know, like I think from what Kenley is saying um, I can attest to this in 2021 with the Braves we went and got Jock Peterson before the deadline we're right? like okay Everyone, we were kind of on that edge. Like, you don't know. Are we gonna sell? We're we gonna buy? Like, what? What is the front office think of This yeah. team. And when the front office goes and buys somebody, like, okay, they are. They that are that was not
1: like right. At, that was a week or that was a little bit earlier, wasn't it? Or, yeah, a couple weeks before. The yeah, deadline. so that I mean, meant a lot, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, it gives you a little spark. It's like okay, the, you know, not that you really need it, but you're like okay, the front office believes in this team and think we can win. And it gives you a little spark, and then you go and get a couple guys at the deadline. And you're like, oh. Alright, they're serious, they think we got a shot at this and then, I mean you saw what happened to you.